okay? But I'm not leaving out till Monday. But Sunday, Ruth Ann picks a big fight with me and kicks me out of the house for the <laughs> night, and I sleep in my truck. Do I get the do I get the full per diem because I slept in the truck? Well, <laughs> well, apparently you hit somebody's funny uh, uh, bone there. Okay. <laughs> Hey, truck drivers, I got some hot news for you. The entertainment industry's leading trucking company is now hiring drivers. We haul for some of the biggest stars in rock, pop, and country music. Plus, we deliver to some of the coolest places like arenas, stadiums, and concert halls. Drivers, check out this package. Drive less miles, about half as an average driver, and the average starting salary is $80,000. And it gets better from there. Each driver's assigned a late model, Peterbilt 579 with a customized sleeper. And on top of all that, you get a nice full benefit package. Drivers, if you're looking to change your life to do something totally different, something different's waiting for you now. Call us, 888-571-8476. That number again, 888-571-8476. Hey, drivers. Have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority? DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call J.J. Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, U.S. DOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them TalkCDL sent you. Thank you. You know what sucks? Shopping for truckers insurance. You know what sucks more? not having it. You want to know how to fix that? Call 800-347-5373 and let the trucking insurance experts at Rev help you get the coverage you need without breaking the bank. Rev specializes in providing insurance of all types to small fleet owners and independent owner operators. Whether local, short haul, or long haul, Rev Insurance can get you covered at a price that fits your budget. From liability damages and cargo to workers' compensation and surety bonds, Rev has your back while you're out there on the road. Call 800-347-5373 or visit www.revinsurance.com. That's R-E-V. I-N-S-U-R-A-N-C-E dot com. That's 800-347-5373. Rev Insurance knows truckers because they only work with truckers. Hey, drivers. Are you thinking about becoming a lease operator? Well, NCI is leasing out one to two-year-old Kenworth T680 double bunk condo tractors, fully loaded with APU and fridge. Plus, the company is owned by their own product. That's right. They deliver mainly their own freight, which means your business will be thriving for a long time to come. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. 7076 and tell them Talk CDL sent you. Please, thank you. All right, Ruthann, Talk CDL, here we are. And guess what season it is? I just, uh, we all went hunting not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And of course, in Florida, we do a lot of fishing here. Mm -hmm. um, and guess what season it is now? Come on, you already know what I'm going to say. Say mm -hmm. it. Tax season. Tax season, that's right. So, And you don't need a license to do that, right? <laughs> you don't need a license to pay your taxes, but you probably need a license to do what the guy does that we're going to be bringing on here in a second. I'm sure he will, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, we have a guest today, and we wanted this dri our driver, we wanted this gentleman and his company to come on, uh, because like we've been doing this for four years now, mm -hmm. okay? And 
We've never really, we bring on experts for, on all kind of things and this and that. But we've never brought a guy on or a lady to help the drivers out with their taxes. And, you know, more with more and more drivers becoming lease owner operators, lease purchase drivers, lease drivers, they are now responsible for their taxes. So it'd be really nice to hear from a guy that probably can help these guys, uh, you know, get through the paperwork, give them the advice on which way to go and probably save them money all in one shot. What do you think? No, I agree. A lot of drivers don't, they're not informed of all the benefits that they can reap from the, the government by being a owner operator that is uh, incorporated instead of having him do it as a sole proprietor. And that's where this gentleman's going to help explain some of those things to the drivers and show them what they can do to help keep more money in their pockets. You know, I was telling a trucker the other day, we were talking on the phone and, and he asked me, he said, what do you think about leasing versus being a company driver? And I said, well, look, Here's really what it comes down to if you think about it. Right now, you could walk into any Blue Cross and Blue Shield agent in the United States and actually pay less for better benefits and not have to worry about company benefits, okay? Except for maybe paid holidays, paid, you know, paid vacations and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it, with that being said, an owner-operator or a lease operator actually pays out less money or actually makes more money and in taxes, he pays out less. So it does make more sense to cut your own path if you're going to work hard, work your business the way you're supposed to. You, you, like I said, you're gonna you're gonna bring in more money, and you're gonna pay the government less money because of the way a a, a business runs versus some guy or gal that's working and has all those FICA and state taxes and all this other stuff that are taken out and yanked. I think the average guy every week probably pays 30 percent. Isn't that about what we used to pay when we worked for somebody? Twenty five, thirty percent of your pay. I would say it's an average. But, you know, the reason why most drivers become owner-operators, of course, they don't want to have certain people tell them what they can do with their truck or whatever their reasoning's there, but it's mostly because they want to get more money because owner-operators make more money than your company drivers. Correct. So if you're going that route, why wouldn't you want to go the full route? Why would you want to go so far and then just sit down and not do any further? Okay, so today's guest... He owns a company. I think he's the owner. Yes. Uh, uh, and the company is called Trucker Tax Service. So, so I mean, what better guy to come on to help the truckers than a guy that owns a thing called Trucker Tax Service? And you know how long he's been doing it? How long? Well, they, they've been in business 12 years. So, obviously, he's got a good client base, which would tell me also that most likely he's got a lot of repeat truck drivers coming back that are getting taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, that's a good thing. His name is Jim O'Donnell. And, again, I think he pointed out that um, the Irish Day's coming up. What do they call that? St. Pat- Patrick's. Right. So uh, you got Irish Day coming up, and uh, it's a you know a, probably a good fit for this guy. Come on our show. Yeah, Amer- the American Association of Owner Operators is the one that actually recommended Kyle. Him? Yeah, Kyle not only told me about him, but he also told him about us. So sweet, awesome. Yeah. I know a guy named David also emailed us about him. Well, so. I think that's part of okay. his his company. Well, let's go ahead and bring him on. And, and I'm sure you got a million questions for him because you do a lot of our bookkeeping. And here we go. Jim, welcome to the show. This is Troy and Ruth Ann with Talk CDL. Well, thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Wow. Nobody's ever excited. Uh. Look at that. <laughs> hey, hey, when, when you work in the tax business, anything is exciting. You know, you know. So you're saying so, taxes are boring? Well, I don't know about boring, but they get, uh, they get a little... Uh, uh, no, I don't want to use the word redundant, but it, it, it's, a, it's a fun business to be in. It's actually a very rewarding business, and we do amazing things for our clients and, and really turn their lives around. So it, it's by far the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my career. So I, I don't want to give it a hard time. It's just not the sexiest business to you know, be talking uh, to pe- folks about. You mean you don't want to go and just start talking numbers? <laughs> but, well, exactly. I mean, the minute they find out I'm in taxes, I don't care where I am. Uh, oh, really? Well, I have a question for you. You know, and it's kind of like you know, being a doctor or something. You know, it's like, oh no, why did I mention I'm in taxes? You know, but you know, but it's okay. It's you know, it's it's just trying not to bring the the, the work home with me, but uh, it tends to happen. So, so Jim, truckers, you've been working with truckers for twelve years. And you, um, I just said to Ruth Ann before you came on, you must, you know, there's a reason that you're still doing it. And my guess is you probably have a lot of repeat 
truck drivers that you've saved money for over the years and you've really helped them with their business. And and quite frankly, I'm one of those truck drivers myself that if somebody else can handle the, the dirty work and the paperwork, I'm handing it over to them, man. I don't need to be doing all that stuff for myself anyways. Uh, very good. And, and to answer your question, yes, absolutely. A big percentage of our client database are repeat customers. And it's for the exact reason what you just said there, Troy. It's, you know, a driver, what his job is, especially as an owner-operator, lease operator, and of course there's a bunch of guys out there under their own authority as well, those guys, they have a big responsibility, as do, do company drivers as well. But, you know, the owner-operator, lease operator has a little bit more responsibility because they have a business they have to, to manage as well. And a big percentage of them do not do that very well. They, they know how to find the loads. They know how to deliver the loads. They know how to earn the money. But they're not managing the back end, and that's the numbers. And that's where we step in, and we can, you know, we can absolutely take that pressure off of them, take that off of their shoulders, and become their personal accountant and manage all that on the back end. And the best thing is is they don't ever have to leave. They, they can do it from the comfort of their own truck, you know, with phone calls and so forth. That They never have to come off the road to manage their business properly if they're working with the right type of company. So they would just set up the time frame with you, and you would tell them, hey, we're just going to use this type of platform, use your cell phone, take pictures of receipts or whatever it is that they have to do that way for you to be able to help manage their income versus expenses that they would be needing to do to make their, their profit margins really nice, right? Uh, very good. Correct. Yeah. What we do is we, we have um, some programs in place that they can utilize. Uh, what one is a, a program we call Path app. TAP is Trucker's Advantage Program, and the app part is exactly what it sounds like. It's an app that goes right on their phone, and, and what they can do with it, what you were just saying there is accurate. They can manage everything daily right on their phone by capturing all their expenses. They capture their income. They can log their nights on the road, their miles on the road. It, it creates instant profit and loss statements for them, year-end tax statements. I mean, it, it, what it does is it manages everything very tightly, and it's right there in the palm of their hand. And the actual work involved could be less than a minute a day if they stay disciplined and they actually do it every day. And now, instead of so many drivers get to the end of the year, and they have absolutely no idea what type of tax liability they're looking at, you know, how much they're going to owe in tax because they have no idea how profitable their business is. Mm -hmm. That's what a, a tool of this nature is what they absolutely need. Every driver out there, I mean, if not us, they should be using some type of – Let basically what it is is let technology be your friend. I mean, it's available, and it's very affordable these days, so start using it. I, I can't tell you how many drivers we, at the end of the year, what they'll do is, I mean, they want to mail us in literally grocery bags full of, of receipts that they want us to go through and try to figure out what they did the, the following year because it's so overwhelming for that driver to try to do it himself. And so if you use technology and use it properly, you can take that pressure right off your shoulders and, and actually know the, the profitability, the liability of your company any single moment. Now, if a driver is taking a picture with that, like of their receipts, do they have to keep that receipt then, or is it? Well, technically they should, because just in case the IRS uh, wants to come knocking on their door and wants to see that receipt. But what we do with our technology, with TapApp, what it does is they can take a, a picture of that receipt, and we'll capture it in the cloud for them. They don't have to even store that on their own phone, so they're not filling up their own storage. You know, we're going we're gonna to carry that for them. Theoretically, that is a paper trail that the IRS will accept, but... This is the, my favorite saying about the IRS is the only thing consistent about the IRS is how inconsistent they are. And so you get a old school, you know, whatever, agent on the phone and he demands to see paper receipts. You may not be able to get around that. He may not allow you to send him a, you know, a, a picture of every one of these receipts. So my advice is do it both. You know, if you take a snapshot of that picture and then you lose the receipt, you're not going to be in trouble because you do have a paper trail of it. But 
hang on to those receipts and, and typically what it is the, the limitation there is usually about seven years believe it or not you want to hang on to them so I know it seems to be a kind of a major pain but it's important because if you ever get audited you're certainly going to want to have that information to be able to provide to them okay so Jim uh, real quick uh, you had just mentioned about you guys store everything on the cloud for the driver so in a sense as they're sending you stuff you're actually doing the thing that probably truckers absolutely hate and that's you're keeping them organized so if they come back to you a year later and go hey i'm missing something i need something you can you can go in the cloud and get it for them is that am i understanding that or is that not correct oh no that's 100 percent correct in fact right now what we're doing is with all of our clients that use our technology use tap app what we do for them is instead what they do is they have to fill out a small tax organizer you know personal information who they are where they live dependents, you know, typical tax stuff. Well, they don't have to worry about any of their business expenses, their nights on the road, their, any of their receipts, because they've been capturing those all year round. What they do is they send us in this little organizer that takes them maybe six, seven minutes to complete, maybe less. You know, it just depends on how quickly they can type, I guess. And it's right on our website. And then what we do is we go in and capture their Profit, actually, at this, at this point, it would be their year-end tax statement is what it is, and it shows everything that they've done. So the driver doesn't have to worry about a thing. All he has to do is spend five minutes filling out a little bit of personal information. I think that, that what, what you offer the driver with being able to do that is totally worth the whole everything. That, that is so horrible because, honestly, we all know a lot of drivers, what they're doing is when they get their, like, say they get their fuel, they're shoving their receipts in certain, like, I don't want to say packages, but maybe they might be throwing them in an envelope or a, a, a box or whatever they're throwing it in. It's a nightmare. Yeah, because what happens is they get so busy and, you mm-hmm. know, you might be in an area where it's really windy and, and next thing you know, that receipt just blew. But if they get the receipt before they even step out of the building, they take a screenshot of it. It's automatically got a record of it. Well, Ruth Ann, compare it to um, before 10th Street. You remember, you know who 10th Street is? They're the record keeper for truckers' work history. And these guys, a few years ago, you would try to get an application on a driver if you were in safety or whatever the case is, and you'd sit down with a driver, and you'd go, okay, well, who were you working for 18 months ago before that company? And they go, man, I don't remember. I got to try to look it up. So these guys would like, it would kill them just to remember two jobs ago. Imagine what it's like trying to keep your tax records and your receipts and everything on hand. That just... And again, man, I'm not, I don't, we don't know this guy, Trucker Tax, the, the Jim O'Donnell, but I'm hearing this and I'm in agreement with you. That right there makes it 100% worth it. Yeah. Just the fact that these guys are going to keep you in line. Right. You know? But, and I was thinking also, if, if a driver, like you said, six, seven minutes, I'm guessing at the end of the day, put in your, what you've done for the day or whatever the case is, your miles or whatever, you know, receipts. If, if you just get used to doing that every day, it's every day, okay, I, I got to sign off on my log or whatever the case is. Before I pull my sheet back, let me go ahead and click on this app, put my stuff in as my owner-operator, boom, get used to that every day. And I'm telling you, in, at the end of the year, you're probably going to be very happy that you kept your records perfect. Jim, what do you think? I 100% agree. It's exactly what you just said. It, it becomes a habit. And so now, like the driver stops for the evening. This is what I advise every driver. And we have a big, uh, I, a good percentage of our drivers that are this disciplined that what they do, the moment they stop for the third, you know, nighttime driver, it's in the morning, you know, daytime driver, it's in the evening. Before they even get out of their truck to walk into the place to have something to eat and so forth, just open up the app, grab what you need, grab your miles off of the Comcast or Comcast, the, the Com data, and, uh, and what you do is you, you just capture everything and it takes you literally less than a minute because in some cases you may not even have a receipt for that day. So it could take you 20 seconds just to capture a couple of things and you're done and it becomes part of your routine. And you, just as much as, you know, anything else, you know, checking your load, you know, doing your, doing your books, whatever for the, the, lo- the load. I mean, it's, it has to become part of your everyday routine in order to really take full, you know, full advantage of, of the, the ability that this technology offers. Okay, so 
when well, well, that's that's just one of the great aspects that you offer a driver then do you actually like when they i know with businesses you have your quarterly your quarterly payments or your monthly payments that you have to do as a business owner depending on your income do you offer where you will pay those for the driver also, or do you just say, here, we'll give you the information, and then the driver is responsible for the payments? Well, normally it's, it's what we do is we provide them with the information. What we'll do is for our drivers, we'll look at their information each quarter, and what we're going to do is we produce a quarterly payment voucher for them. And we'll, we'll email that voucher to them, and then they, they take that voucher and mail in their payment themselves. But this is where we go a, a step or two beyond. So, you know, any other tax preparer out there, what they're going to do when they complete the taxes the year prior, you know, say the driver owed $10,000. Well, they're going to say, okay, just send in next year, send in a payment of $2,500 each quarter. And that's, that's actually what the IRS would like to see as well. Well, we all know that the trucking industry is not, you know, it's very volatile. It's up and down, up and down. And so what we're going to do is we're going to have a conversation, or we do have a conversation with every one of our drivers, and we discuss their situation. And they may not owe anywhere near 2500 for the quarter because they've had some serious maintenance issues or, you know, the loads just haven't been there, whatever it may be. What we're going to do is discuss this with them and say they do owe $2,000. Well, we're going to ask them to probably send in maybe $1,000 because they holding back that additional $1,000, keeping it in a savings account where they have full access to it. Now, if a maintenance issue does arise here in the next couple of months, they have the cash flow to pay for it. That money's not sitting at the IRS where they don't have any ability to get their hands on it. So this is what we do is we, we advise them. We're not, we're not only just giving them, you know, bottom line numbers. We're going to sit there and talk to them as a personal accountant should. And that's what they need to be doing. Every driver out there needs to find somebody like that to work with that not only understands the numbers but understands your, their industry and actually communicates with them. What have you found that's one of the biggest things that a driver did not know that they are able to get that you're like, well, you didn't know this. And they're like, no. And you're able to you mean like a write-off. Yeah. Like a, some form, like just, there's so many things, there's so many different write-offs, but there's so many different things that you just don't know that are part of it. Like we all know you get your, your meal allowances and you get, you know, certain things that you're allowed. But what is one of the things that most drivers never knew that they're able to get that you are able to tell them? You might be surprised how many drivers out there, you, you said that, you know, the meal allowance, you might be surprised how many drivers out there don't understand not only what per diem is, but how to make sure that it's been accounted for properly on their tax return. A huge percentage of tax professionals out there don't understand per diem, and they will not account for it properly. And especially with an owner-operator, lease operator, they don't think about it because they're too busy looking at all of their other expenses. And so that driver will easily leave in the neighborhood of $15,000 in additional deductions on the table. Wow. And that by, by itself could cost them easily $3,000 in additional taxes per year that they don't even owe. Oh, I tell you now, what, I hear truck drivers, because like Jim, I got to tell you, this is the truth. First off, have you ever driven a truck? I'm sorry, I couldn't understand you. I said, have you ever driven a tractor trailer? Oh, have I ever driven one? No. No, I have not. People can still use per diem. Well, yes, but now here's the difference. is A company driver is no longer allowed to take per diem as the deduction because they're a W-2 paid employee. Correct. All, w, all W-2 paid employees, drivers or otherwise, any, any American in, in the country that is a W-2 paid employee is no longer allowed to itemize deductions. Right. Per diem. Per diem is part of itemized deductions. The problem is this, is that a lot of the industry allows that to overlap into the owner-operator, lease-operator uh, arena there, where they absolutely are entitled to deduct it, as well as every other expense that you know they incur. Now, the difference, and the other thing, too, is the Trump administration with the new tax laws, not only do they get still get to claim per diem, they also... Receive now. It, it's it's it, it's after things are calculated and so forth, and it comes back over to their personal tax return. They get an additional 20% as being a business owner. They get an additional 20% discount. So not only 
as an owner operator or lease operator, their deductions have actually grown pretty significantly. Nice. And most drivers out there don't understand that. No, I don't think they really have. I didn't know that. So you're saying in addition to the per diem, and again, this that's what I was talking about is lease operators. So in addition to being able to itemize and, and get their per diem, they also get an additional 20% discount because of them being a small business. On their personal. Yeah, exactly correct. Wow, that's yes. pretty incredible. So uh, now let me ask you a question. What is the actual, is there still a daily per diem rate that the government gives those guys? Like at one time, I think it was up to 55 or $60 a day. Um, is there, yeah. what is the rate? Yeah, that, that was a few years ago. Right now, what it is, it's $66 a day. The, the way per diem works is the IRS and the Department of Transportation get together and they figure out a daily rate that they want to offer across the board. And this can be anybody that's traveling on business. And so right now it's $66 per day. What an over-the-road truck driver receives is he receives 80% of that $66 or $52.80. That's the net that he'll receive every day. If you were like a, a white-collar a business traveler, you know, a, you know, sales guy out there in a car staying in hotels and so forth, you're only going to receive 50% of that $66. But as an over-the-road driver, they get 80% of it or $52.80. And we'll, we'll calculate all that. All we ask for the drivers to do is give us the number of nights that they were on the road. And then there's another thing, too. Now, this is a little thing, but it adds up very nicely. The nights that you return home, so a driver that goes out, say he goes out five nights a week and he comes home on that fifth night, spends the weekend with his family and goes back out Monday morning. Well, that night that he came home, that Friday night, he gets what's called partial per diem. It's 75% of that $66. So what he's getting is an additional $49.50. Actually, the uh, net of that is $39.60. He gets that every time he returns home. There is probably less than 10 back preparing companies in this country that understand that because they just don't understand the industry. And so these drivers are leaving a bunch of money on the table that belongs to them. Wow. So here's my question then. Let's take let's talk about a truck driver that gets in on a Saturday morning and he leaves Sunday afternoon. So technically he's on the road Saturday and Sunday, so he'll get the 75% for both days? Uh, no. What no. he would do, it depends on what time he leaves on Sunday, but if he came in on Saturday, that would be his 75% day. But he takes off again on Sunday, and he's spending the night in that truck on Sunday night, he gets that full per diem on that night. He gets he gets 100% of it that night. It's basically the way it boils down, what it breaks down to is, is if he's sleeping in the truck, he gets full per diem. If he's sleeping in his bed, just that first night that he returned home, he gets 75% Okay, so here's a question for you. Let's say I was trucking. Okay, you following me? I'm, I'm with you. Okay, I'm the trucker. I'm back on the road. Ruth Ann is waiting for me at home. I get in on a Saturday morning, okay? But I'm not leaving out till Monday. But Sunday, Ruth Ann picks a big fight with me and kicks me out of the house for the night, and I sleep in my truck. Do I get the, do I get the full per diem because I slept in the truck? Well... <laughs> Well, apparently you hit somebody's uh, uh, funny bone there. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what? That is kind of, that would be a gray area. Technically, if he's not working, you're really not supposed to be taking per diem. It, it, it's kind of, if, if like you get in the truck and you're like, okay, I'm out of here. I'll see you next week, you know, when we both cool down. And he drives, you know, whatever, 20 miles and he, he parks his truck and he just, you know, goes to a Denny's to have dinner or whatever. Technically, he's not working, so you're really not supposed to claim per diem at that point. Now, it, the, when I say if you're sleeping in your truck, I mean, 95, maybe 99% of the time, it's going to be business related. And so that, but what it has to be, but we have a lot of drivers that'll, you know, okay, well, I, I like to stop in Arizona because it's where my parents live and I'll just park my truck and, um, I'm still not at home. I'm not sleeping in my own bed, but I'm, you know, visiting them for three days. And I'm like, no, you cannot count per diem then because you're not working. So it has to be work-related sleep in the truck. How's that? <laughs> and, and I guess, and now going back to the serious side, I guess technically a driver could say, yeah, I was out 
on the road 300 days when I was really out 250, it relies on honesty. But if the government wanted to, or if the IRS wanted to audit you, they could actually technically match up days that you were dispatched, uh, you know, if they retrieve that information from your company and see that you were absolutely indeed on the road for the amount of days that you say that you were. Absolutely. In fact, it's one of the first things, if you're ever audited by the IRS, one of the very first things they're ever going to ask for are your logbooks. And they want to see that you have proof. And in their old school, the IRS is, I mean, a handwritten logbook is what they like to see, where where you show that, you know, you're in, you know, whatever, Fort Lauderdale, Florida tonight, and you, you whatever, and then you travel the next day to, I don't know, Miami, whatever it may be, you know, you're showing it on your logs. You Every driver out there, every driver, well, maybe not company drivers anymore because they're not, you know, they're not allowed to do itemized deductions any longer. But every other driver should be keeping a separate log of their nights on the road, not just the ELD, not the electronic logs that the company provides. They need to be keeping their own logs for the IRS. The IRS doesn't care how many hours you've been on the road or how hard you're pushing or whatever. They don't care about that. They just care if you were actually on the road sleeping in your truck at night then that's the kind of log you should keep. And that's what the technology that I talked about earlier, all they do is they open it up, they go boop, and they literally hit a button and the GPS grabs their location and it captures their log. It's that easy. Or, you, you know, you, you can do a paper log yourself. So you're saying at the end of the day, they could actually capture their log via using that app instead of act because i gotta be honest with you when you were saying about well this is what they should be doing writing out the log you're gonna make well, most drivers go screw that i ain't keeping a damn log book paper log when i have to uh, when i have my elds now but so you're saying real technically they can use your app snap the picture what of their ELD or just? No, he said they tap a no. button. Tap on a button and it shows yeah, the not, GPS. It's capturing their location is what it's doing. It's it's just like you know just any other typical GPS kind of thing. So you know, it, it knows, knows where you are and it goes boop, and that's where it logs your your night. I I, so, I could I could see the drivers going along with that, but I couldn't see ninety percent of them having to do paper logs every day just be, to keep up with their records. I'm just saying I I could see a lot of them turning their nose at that, even though they're probably supposed no, to. No, but that that being able to just tap where you are. That's way good. You know, it's yeah. Like drop yeah. it's like dropping yeah, the, a pin. The, the sad thing is, Troy, you are absolutely correct. A huge percentage of drivers out there do not hassle with doing the paper logs, and in two reasons: first, because of the hassle, and second. Because they say, well, my company is capturing the electronic log. Why would I need to do it again? Well, the IRS does not. Well, actually, the IRS will accept an electronic log, but this is the issue. Most companies, any decent-sized company, they delete their electronic logs after six months. It's absolutely what they do because they push drivers hard, and sometimes they don't want the DOT coming in there and finding out how hard they're pushing their drivers. And so they delete those logs. Legally, they're allowed to every six months. And so a driver comes to us and say, you know, it's it's March of 2020. Well, they want their logs from 2019. Well, guess what? They don't exist from about, what, July on, you know, maybe August on, you know. They, and so that first two-thirds of the year are completely gone, and the driver has no record of it, and he's just shot himself in the foot to the tune of about $10,000 in deductions. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it gets it's painful, and that's why you want to work with technology because it's going to bring so much more money to your bottom line. Yeah, well, I mean that's always been the case in any business. The more diligent you are in in cutting corners, I mean, why do you think a truck driver puts an APU on his truck? You know, it costs them ten grand, but it saves them fifteen. So I yeah, mean, very good, it's very, just, perfect it, analogy. Yeah. So Ruthen, you had something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and guess what? That APU is deductible too. Oh, awesome! No, I would say yeah, because it's 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 an expense that you have for your. It's like an office supply. So, so Jim, well, well, it's actually yeah, and what you can do because typically, yeah, an APU is going to cost anywhere from ten to maybe fifteen thousand, maybe around twelve thousand. What they do is is an asset of that uh, cost. What we can do is we can actually depreciate that over three years for them. So if they're attaching it to a truck that they may have just purchased, 
Well, they'll depreciate that right along with the same schedule that the truck's on. And so now they get to deduct it for three years. And so it really, really helps manage their taxes properly. Nice. Well, Jim, you definitely have me convinced that you know what you're talking about with these little things that most people don't understand. Um, So how, you know, we're coming to the end here. Uh, You know, obviously you could tell that you really take your work serious and and I could tell you like saving drivers as much money as you can. Let's talk about you. And first off, how how do these guys contact you? Uh, And and uh, you're taking on new clients, obviously, you wouldn't even be on our podcast. Uh, how, How does a driver contact you? Does it cost him to get set up or does he just have to contact you and then you'll um, he'll go to a, an app store and get the app and get all that good stuff set up and and maybe like what is your annual cost and all our good stuff I, I I don't what what does your services cost these guys well there there's an array of services here what we'll do is we'll start with the core which is taxes which is of course everybody has to file a tax return and that that's you know what our main businesses here is doing taxes. What you're looking at as an owner operator, it's a flat fee. The one thing we don't do is we don't nickel and dime our drivers to death. I, I literally heard from some just that we're working on their corporate return right now. As we speak, we're getting it done. They uh, they're an S Corp, which you know, but you know, the road driver, uh, a friend of theirs just went and had his taxes done. He paid twenty four hundred dollars to get his taxes done. We charge 475. So you know, it, a little bit difference. In fact, I even told this is the the wife actually there at team of the driver, and um, and I told her that we're apparently sorely undercharging. But, <laughs> but you know, but but the thing is, is see, this is all we do. We don't have to reinvent the wheel here to try to figure out how to help these guys because this is what we do. So you know, you're looking at 475 now, and actually, I just misspoke that a little bit. 475 is a standard owner-operator, lease operator that comes to us. If you have an S-Corp, it does jump up to $510. But the uh, now the app part that you talked about, that's your taxes. That's a one-time fee per year. You're, you're done with, with, with your taxes. Now, if you engage with Tap App, our service Tap App, what it is is it's $75 a month. That $75 gets you unlimited phone calls in here to speak with somebody like myself all the way up to a CPA, depending on your issues, you can discuss any type of tax related business related issues. You like, like, in fact, just a great point, Troy. Okay. I want to, I want to buy an APU. I know it's a pretty expensive investment. Is this going to make financial sense? And we crunch the numbers with them and we explain to them, yes, but it, it makes financial sense because you'll save, you know, from keeping your truck running all night long and so forth. But then also uh, the simple fact that you can depreciate this over several years. And this is what we do is we talk with them and we talk through their individual situation. What they do is they have full access to the app, you know, all of the reporting and so forth, the quarterly reporting that we'll help them with um, any type of issues. And we, most of our tap app guys, when they sign up, they end up bringing us, past years tax returns that have been filed for them, you know, for them by somebody else. Typically they've been filed incorrectly about 90% of the time we find huge flaws in those tax returns and we turn them around and get them back. Sometimes thousands of dollars that the tax preparer that filed it for them did not know existed in the form of deductions. Now that's $75. And that's also, so, you know, you get all of the, whatever, uh, what I just mentioned there. And then also, if you're with us a full 12 months, at the end of the year, we do their taxes for them at no charge. So it's all in one nice package. So everything is covered. And this is the best part. We did a survey of our TAP app guys last year. They captured, on average, an additional $5 a day in expense. Doesn't sound like a lot until you add it up. You're on the road 25 days a month. That's $125 a month. You take that times 12 months. Well, you've just saved $1,500 in just captured expenses that typically don't make it to the truck because you go in and you buy yourself, you're fueling up, you buy yourself a deli hot dog or a sandwich, and on the way out, you, you grab yourself a $5 packet of batteries. Well, that receipt doesn't tend to make it to the truck. It just hits you know, the trash before it even leaves the truck stop. 
Well, that five bucks, you just threw out the window. It belongs to you. That $125 a month more than pays for the service. You're also putting another $50 in your pocket in deductions. And you get a personal accountant to, you know, throw any type of business questions by year round. So it's just, it becomes a no-brainer is what happens. So so let me break that down. So if they just use your service to uh, do their taxes once a year, that service is $475. If... They have an S corp. It would be more like five hundred and ten dollars. But if they want to sign up for the Tap app, which is seventy five dollars a month times ten is seven hundred fifty. So that'd be another hundred and fifty dollars. That would be uh, basically nine hundred dollars for the year for for that fee. Okay, but with along with that, they get access to you organizing everything for them, keeping their records. They also have access to the Tap app, which becomes a, a Probably a new best friend. It, yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's worth its weight in gold because of the fact that, like you just explained, most drivers on a daily basis throw little couple dollar receipts away because of stacking 10 million receipts in their glove compartment. So what happens is all they do is hit the tap app with these things at the end of the year. They're looking at probably an average of $1,500 for a write-off. On top of that, if they sign up for the tap app, the annual tax return service is free, which also I might add would be my guess, Rethan, that the $75 a month they're paying is also a write-off um, because it's part of trucking also. Would I be wrong on that, Jim? Very good. You are absolutely correct. Rethan, how, how many people have you ever heard? you got to say, stop saying he's correct. I'm many, sorry. How many people <laughs> have you heard that. in one podcast <laughs> say, Troy, you're so correct? I just know Five your head, million his times. headset's getting really tight on his head right now. Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey, come on. He's trying to recover from the time that you made him leave in the truck. Exactly, <laughs> Ruth Ann. Sleep in the dog box. But no, no. Yeah, it, that's right. And, and again, like, so, now, Jim, you can, you know, we've never met before, you and I and Ruth Ann. We've never done that. I'm not, I, Ruth Ann, and again, I most drivers know we're pretty straight shooters. If if we think you suck, we're going to tell everybody on air, you know, whether we like the service or we don't. And really, bottom line is, I like the service. I, I, I used to uh, work with a lot of owner operators at one time. And this was years ago. The average annual cost probably for an accountant at that time was about 300 bucks, I think, Ruth Ann. Uh, so, you know, here we are 10 years later, and your service really isn't much more. And just the savings, and I truly believe in that, especially that part right there. You know, if you really want your savings, what people don't realize, H&R Block and all these Joe Blow tax return places that don't work in the trucking industry, they, they think they know everything. But they really don't have a clue. And besides, they have 10 billion other people that are waiting to have their services. Therefore, I would guess a lot of those bigger services tend to rush you through. You might think you're getting a deal because it's a little cheaper, but the money you're losing in the in the money you could have saved or even gotten back is you, you'll never know. They also charge per page that they perform. Ruthann, what's that old saying? You get what you pay for. And right. that's just a fact. I mean, you know what? Yeah. Very good. Here, let me, I want to give you a quick example without pointing him out by name, but a driver last week, we're doing his taxes, and, and I'm looking at him before I call him back. And uh, his first name is George. And I'm like, and I get him on the phone, and I'm like, George, your truck payment, he does a, a month or a weekly lease payment, which most lease uh, the, the, the way leases are set up, or they're weekly, they get pulled from a settlement statement. I said, you put into our organizer a very low number. And he goes, well, yeah, well, this is it. And, and without going into the details, he said, my, my lease is, I don't know, whatever it was, you know, 650 a week and whatever, whatever he did, he fat fingered it so bad, he shot himself in the foot. He literally gave us numbers that were $24,000 less than what he actually paid. For that truck lease and so what we did is we didn't file what we're doing is we're talking to him because we know the trucking industry and we said hey this is extremely low he literally i mean after he was kind of embarrassed on the phone so he's like i'm so glad you caught that he goes to one of those big box stores or someone that doesn't understand the industry they would have just taken that payment that he put down in their paperwork and ran with it and he would have missed out on and this was just one and he's working on other expenses now as well but that one expense would have cost him probably in the neighborhood of about anywhere from 4500 to $5,000 in taxes that he didn't actually owe. That's the 
that's the difference between somebody that is paid seasonally to sit there at one of these stores and knows the software and just looks at the paperwork and goes bang, bang, bang and puts it into a computer and somebody that actually understands the industry. That's the difference in what you guys just said. You're right. You get what you pay for. But in some cases, they actually even paid more to go somewhere like that because of all the different schedules that need to be produced and so forth. And so it's really a very sad situation that most most over-the-road drivers are sorely misrepresented. Well, Jim, let me say this because we're almost out of time here. Um, I like your brain. And here's, here's what I would tell you. We have DOT troopers and all kind of experts that we call every now and then, and we'll just text them a message and say, hey, we got a technical question. We got Trooper Hoover up there in Indiana. He'll come on anytime. We've Sensei. got Sensei. <laughs> Sensei Hoover. We've got uh, dispatchers and safety personnel that'll just jump on with us and answer our questions. I'd like to uh, uh, make you my official tax guy that I can text every now and then, maybe a couple times a year and say, Jim, we got a technical question. You got to come on the air and answer it for some truck drivers. Will you be that guy for us? I would absolutely love the opportunity. And it's because even if, you know, the driver doesn't come to us, we just want them to be informed because they're so, so poorly misrepresented, as I said. And I, yeah, I would absolutely take on that and, and would enjoy every, every moment. And Jim, just so everybody knows, you told us earlier this, that we would be your first podcast. So how did you like being on the radio or the, the internet? Well, you mean like when, when I was, but when I was telling you before, like when I did the radio programs and so forth. No, I'm saying, how did you like being on the podcast? Because you said this year first. Oh, the podcast. No, I love this. This is great. Yeah. I'm, cool. I'm just hoping that you edit out all the bad stuff that I did. You know? so, as long they, as it makes they, me look good, I do. I'm gonna have so. I'm gonna have editing edit out all the times you said, "Yeah, Troy, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> so um, now I do have a question to ask you, which you made me just think of something there. Troy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what we do is right at the first of April, like the first week of April, maybe by the you know, you know fifth, sixth of April, everyone's starting to think, oh crap, I haven't got my taxes done. What am I going to do? Would you be interested in doing another one of these podcasts where we can talk about the importance of filing an extension? The driver doesn't need to get filed by April fifteenth, but they need to file an extension so they don't get hit with late filing penalties. Yeah. And the big a big issue out there are drivers that, you know, bury their head and then April fifteenth comes and goes and they're like, Oh crap, I'm already in trouble. I'm just gonna keep going. We have drivers that come to us that have not completed a tax return. I'm not kidding, for 10 years. Yeah, and I, I've got a story real quick before we get off, but are you gonna be at the truck show by chance in Louisville this year? I am, actually. Ruth and I are gonna be there. Why don't we do the podcast on the late filing we we have press passes and we'll be we have uh, access to all kind of quiet rooms we can actually do an in-person podcast the audio would be great that'd be great now where am i well you guys have my cell phone now um you have ours too you have that's ruth ann's that you dialed in find each other well you have ruth ann's cell phone you have my cell phone i just called you on it and you also called me yeah just just mark that number is me yeah so then you patched me into the whatever uh, recording equipment or something yeah, we have you uh, directly into the mixer via phone, but when okay. we meet up in person, you'll have your own mic. It'll be way better. Um, so, so, so the the three five two your cell phone, Ruthann? Yes, it is. Yeah, and he just gave okay, it to like yeah. he just okay, gave good. it to like one point five million yeah. truckers. My cell phone, then. Yeah, we'll we'll track each other down. Jim, you just gave Ruthann's cell phone to one point <laughs> five million truckers. <laughs> what? I, I'll I must miss it. what he said. I said you gave so, you gave Ruth Ann's cell phone to 1.5 million truckers. <laughs> there I'm you go. So hey. much, I'm going to get so much and, spam you wouldn't believe now. <laughs> well, and the good news is, is truck drivers don't like to talk at all. So, you know, it wouldn't be long conversations. Yeah, I you know, I'll tell you, that's that's the one thing over the years that you, you become an expert at is how to gently say, okay, I just need the tax facts from you. I don't need to know, you know, about... You know, your dog running away from you, you know, so, uh, you know, but, um, but some of them, I mean, I, I, I have, when it's off, you know, non-tax season, I really enjoy talking to a lot of them. It's the, they're the salt of the earth. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, Jim, listen, I want you to go ahead and give these drivers every contact you got, email, phone number, the name of your business, uh, maybe the tap app. I don't know if they can just go directly and sign up before even calling you. Give them all that stuff. I'd like to have that on the podcast here. Take it away. Okay. The 
Name of the company, of course, is Prucker Tax Service. You can reach us at 888-799-1099. Once again, that's 888-799-1099. Our website is www.truckertaxservice.com. If you'd like to contact me personally, you could do it via J. O'Donnell, which is J-O-D-O-N-N-E-L-L at truckertaxservice.com. We also have on our website, we have an info tab there where if you want any kind of information, you just click on that, complete whatever question you may have, and just submit that to us, and it comes to several of us here in the company, and we would get back to you right away. All right. Well, Jim, we appreciate you coming on the show. Look forward to seeing you in Louisville. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll uh, sit down and do a, a little podcast on filing taxes late for truckers, not to panic. Ruth Ann, do you have anything else? No, I think um, it was wonderful. Yeah, it's been a good pod. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks again. Thank you, Jim. For, thank you, Jim, for joining us. And you have a wonderful day. Peace. You, you do the same. Okay. Thanks so much. Right, bye-bye. All right, Ruthann, that was Jim O'Donnell with Trucker Tax Service. Hopefully that audio will work out in the editing room. I uh, thought that the actual podcast was very informative. Personally, um, a lot of things, some of those things he was saying, a lot of a lot of tax places don't even understand how to work with certain things. In tr- and I've always said that to these truck drivers. I'm like, you really need to be working with somebody that knows trucking. You know, I like that example he used. They went, hey, man, you're you're, you're doing something wrong here. There's no way that it only cost this amount. And then when they looked at it, here he was screwing himself out of $24,000 as a deductible. Right. And he said it would have cost him up to 5000 or somewhere in that area of taxes that he'd have to pay for on a figure he didn't have correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I tell you what, truthfully, I, I'm a stickler for buying good stuff. And it sounds like he's a good service. So you truck drivers out there that are becoming an owner-operator, it sounds like, and if you listen to our podcast this I'm sure you did because you're at the end of it. <laughs> if, if, if you believe like I do, listening to that guy, he definitely knows what he's talking about. So, Ruth Ann, we'll leave it at that. Hope everybody uh, that hears this podcast uh, looks us up in Louisville. We're not going to have a booth this year. We are going to be walking around. We'll have video equipment and our podcast equipment and all our stuff. We'll have, we have our press passes. And so we'll be able to take anybody, any trucking companies uh, want to sit down and do a podcast. We're going to be actually, we actually uh, have this uh this recorder that is is a handheld, it's a super cool stereo sound uh, thing that we've ordered. And we're going to be walking around and maybe grabbing as many people as we can that are behind the booths, you know, trucking companies, uh, truck manufacturers, all that stuff, and maybe doing a two, three hello segment with them, letting them introduce themselves, and then maybe putting that all together for a podcast and uh, setting that up also. So hope to see you guys in Louisville. Uh, Ruthann, uh, next week is... So they, they'll hear this podcast, and they'll probably hear one more before we go to Louisville, and that would be that. So, in fact, I don't even know if there'll be a podcast go up the week that we're gone. Unless there's one in editing. Yeah, so anyways, okay. Anyways, just uh, we're actually coming up on an hour, so let's wrap this one up. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.